Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 76. Minshew Mania. Told you so. Sorry, Colts. Bills are circling the wagons. They're for real. Bill Belichick and coach linebackers stop worrying, and Jimmy G will be a backup quarterback in a year and a half. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, folks, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 76. And yes, my di- voice did crack there. I was screaming a lot on Sunday. Uh, so you're going to talk to the manager. Woo! I, I'm sure if, if you've listened to our show and follow along on social media, Hugh Picks were 6-0. and Weird Mike's pick was 1-0. We are undefeated uh, early on this season. We are fired up. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, ciao, and... Vanagam. How you doing? That's Sri Lankan... Uh, Yes, crack too. Uh, was that a Sri Lankan crack? That was a Sri Lankan crack, which usually is brought to you by your local plumber. <laughs> and your local uh, double bogey. Yes. Uh, let's wrap this up quick here, boys, this week. I got a 244 with the Sri Lankan mafia. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the Sri Lankan mafia. Well, that's what the, you know. I feel like that's a lot of Priuses. It's Pri- like the Bills mafia. It's a, right? lot, it's, it's a lot of Priuses. It's, <laughs> it's good intention yeah. and can get crazy. Mafia business with your grandparents in the back seat. <laughs> Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Minshew Mania is for real. The circled wagons of the Buffalo Bills and Hugh Picks are going around the world. I like that. I like that. Oh, my God, folks. I needed to get that off my chest. Yeah, whenever I'm doing a rundown, uh, our producer, Huck Media. By the way, all of our shows brought to you by Huck Media. beauty, bro. The incredible uh, media business taking on uh, the whole world. Remember, at Huck Media uh, for all of your media needs. Giddy up, and big shout out to Leslie getting us those stats. Speaking of stats, our boy Gardner Minshew went 19 for 20 with three touchdowns, a.k.a. a perfect game. We'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, yeah, remember to follow us on Instagram, at Hughes Talking. Uh, we got a big contest going on for point spread. Basically, you throw out six Hugh picks just like me, and it's been a fun first week. It's not too late to enter. Uh, you can miss up to two weeks, and we're just going on the most wins. So it's not too late. Have some fun. You can win a $250 Team LTD online gift card. Woo! Thanks to everyone who's participating. And remember to follow us, or sorry, uh, subscribe on... Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, you're just listening right it. now, just do it. Just do it. You're going to do so much fucking stupid shit with your phone today. Hit that goddamn subscribe button, all right? Uh, thank you very much to all of you that did. We're available on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and the one that no one's heard of, Stitcher. Wherever you are, Stitcher, we believe in you, okay? Yo, it's fucking 24 degrees. I'm up a few shekels mm-hmm. from week one. Yep. I'm fucking stupendous, baby. Yep. Like, for the first time... In a long time. Hey, you know what? It's been a tough few months. Weird Mike has hit his stride. And, you know, uh, I missed the NFL. Of course. Like I missed every other sport. But I didn't really miss the other sports. So when NFL returned, I wasn't really expecting this overjoyed feeling like when baseball returned. And, yeah. Uh, NBA returned. Right? I love both those. But the NFL came back on Sunday. And it was just this rush of emotion, like things that you didn't even know that you loved so much, like a sack. Oh, yeah. A fumble. Like these things just swing an afternoon, and those emotional highs and lows, maybe they're important to men. You know, we female have their cycles. Yeah. Like maybe we need these rapid ups and downs in our lives yep. to balance out these fucking raw emotion of the last crazy few months. It's a great point, Mike, because I was thinking about the rapid emotion that happened to me uh, you know, I went 6-0 on my Hugh picks, but the numbers changed a little bit. So I didn't take the Steelers on my actual big point yeah, spread ticket. They smashed. Yeah, I, I know they smashed, but the, the numbers went from three to six and a half. I got scared. So I took the Detroit Lions minus three. I oh, was perfect on, your, on the rest. Yeah, I made a couple big point spread sure. tickets. I was going to win 1600 bucks. And then DeAndre Swift, the rookie. The, sorry, I'm yelling. The rookie oh, out of Georgia, the running back for the Lions. First of all, the Lions, if you missed that game, I understand. Because How a whole dare bunch of- you put it on that kid for dropping that ball? Man. Matt Patricia, once again, the worst leader of men in the National Football League, <laughs> a league of men. And you would know because you're his brother, uh, Mike Patricia. No, is he, I'm squashing it. That's, that's got no legs. It's our people, Lions okay? beat reporter, folks, from Dearborn, Michigan. I, I'd be the beat reporter, but I ain't no Patricia. Okay. That is not the kid's fault. Obviously, he should have caught it. Oh, my God, he should have caught it. 
they're they blow leads in the fourth. Yeah. Like nobody's job. Yep. It doesn't matter what they do. This guy always makes the wrong call somewhere along the line, and it may not be the right. You know, you may not think about it in the moment. Calling a timeout. On second and eight. Oh, God. Up four. Yep. It, it, oh, just oh, so many decisions brutal. that where you're like, what are you doing? Didn't you grow up under Belichick? What, what's going on here? So, you know, is this, is this whole Lions thing still for real here? Are you, I'm giving I you don't know. Those headphones you're wearing are remarkably Detroit Lion blue. Yes. Did you get these from the team website? Where did those? No, come? do you think, you think they fucking cost me 1600 bucks? and I went on a te- the team website to buy... Lions gear? No. They blow leads like Jenna Jameson earlier in her career, okay? Uh, and the, the uh, there's, as you mentioned, the, the rapid highs and lows of the emotions of a Sunday, I miss too. It's very fun. Uh, besides stockbrokers, I'm not really sure where you could be so close to $1,600 on 80 bucks and uh, have it all vanish in a millisecond. You see the ball go into his hands. First of all, they're up 23-6. They should never have been in this co- this situation to begin with against Mitch Trubisky. But uh, they were 23-6. So then he, I see the ball careening in this perfect pass by Stafford into DeAndre Swift's hands, who's already in the end zone. All you need to do is New England catch the ball. Just catch it and roll. He starts to look for his footing to fall properly. And it's like the guy, you're the, the guy who's hiring for the job interview you walk into and you, he stands up, and he's like, you know what, Jeff? I think, I think we're going to make this work. And you go to shake his hand, and a fucking car runs over you, okay? It doesn't happen in real life. You see the good things coming. They, 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 they fester, and then they, they happen. Betting on football on Sundays, holy shit. Go take a piss, and your whole life could change. Yo, you don't want your karma to change. You went 6-0 yeah. here. Don't lament on your, on your, I like, on your loss. I like in our opening segment to sort of cover what screwed you the most. Because everyone's got something that kind of screwed them. Well, Even a guy who went 6-0. and Made a little bit of money, but I holy think, shit. Uh, shout out Hernsey, also 6-0. and boy Hernsey. Yep. Big pool. Um, um, so you talk about the week one screw jobs. Yes. Everybody's got one. Um, but over the course of time, as a season better, I've noticed the real screw jobs come in week two. Indeed. Because our good friend of the show, Danny Pometier, often reminds me, and I'm going to remind you, the only thing harder in the NFL than week one is week two. People are not who you thought they were right. this week. This is the ultimate charade. Week two is super tough. And I hope this podcast is blaring on the PA system at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Who knows what kind of virtual learning people are doing. Right. But we're putting some dollars in your pockets, kids. So sign up early with Weird Mike and Cousin Hugh. Giddy up. Uh, we week are, two. We're fired up for week two. We're going to get to our picks actually a lot quicker this, this episode uh, because we, we're the main part of this episode. We're 7-0 and combined on point spread, and we'd like to make you some more shekels. Um, but I, I bet you did get screwed by a couple things, and if you follow us on at Hughes Talking, I'm going to be going live before a lot of the games and especially before Sundays. I went live at 1230 to sort of answer or, – Sorry, around noon to answer any of your questions, especially some Survivor stuff, because we did not talk about Survivor pools in episode one, and we're sorry about that. Sorry. I feel like uh, Survivor enrollment's a little bit down because of the uncertainty. Sure. Um, That's what I thought. Uh, I have re-entered the High Roller Survivor. Not a boy. And there is a record 285 entries. Uh, one-third of which took the Indianapolis Colts. Woo! Which is where I was hoping this was Woo! going. Woo! Yeah. Shoe mania. There you go. So you, God, took the, you took the bills. I took the bills. Uh, I didn't share it because we recorded about 10 days before. Yes. Which is uh, why I had the Pittsburgh Steelers at three and a half, by the way. Uh, I also don't have one for you this week just yet. That's just because you're a dickhead. No, no. <laughs> it's still early. Um, but, yo, you keep calling me names like that, you're going to be uninvited to the Look Who's Talking celebration of the century if Weird Mike wins this 62K. Winner take all. Handful had Philly. Handful had the Niners. Yep. Three people had Dallas. Ipso facto, we got a 161 persons left. People. People. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> 62K hey, within grasp. I went live. Yeah, I know you lost your phone, so you missed it. Harris was making fun of you, by the way. He's like, what do you think about that guy's at the store right now making some horrible picks? <laughs> and I just said, look. Incorrect. I'm like, I'm, I'm very incorrect. Uh, but 
I went over some survivor things to avoid. And I just said, what, what's everyone so confident for in Philip Rivers Colts? I talked about this in the episode last week when you brought up your win totals, which we're going to get into just after this. And I just said, Philip Rivers Chargers last year, great roster, good roster. They were shit. Philip Rivers is not Tom Brady. People age naturally, and he's not as good. And I said, please, for the love of God, I'm looking right at the camera during live here on Instagram. I'm like, if you had the same two teams and you had Philip Rivers right now or Gardner Minshew right now, who would you take? And I said, I'd take Minshew. And he went 19 for 20, three touchdowns. Perfect game. And um, something weird is developing with Minshew mania. Yes. And the legions of Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguar fans, a.k.a. the largest crowd <laughs> On an NFL Sunday for the first time ever. Yes. 17,000 plus crowded the stadium. I think this is a rally cry. We got to get, we, they got to get, because we've been ahead on a lot of things. So I, I kind of got excited there. Sure. Jacksonville's got to ignite and use these 17,000 Minshew mania, whatever you want to call them, wrestling fans, panhandle fucking weirdos. They got to <laughs> just, they, got, they finally got a spark. For, for whatever reason, the pandemic has given the Jacksonville Jaguars no London game. Right. So they get an extra home game for the first time in a decade. We're all laughing. Maybe that's a win. Maybe who knows. But they have a spark in their QB. Yes. And these, you know, rabid fans. Panhandlers. Panhand they're pandemic they're panhandlers. Florida football fans. Yeah. <laughs> who have a good quarterback. Um, coincidentally, they are diehard. That stadium hosts the world's largest cocktail party between Florida and Georgia. Indeed. Um, so, yeah. Just keep an eye on that, folks. The Jaguar legions of fans. they got to come up with a name. Obviously, Minshew Maniacs. Right. Weird Mike, you know, have you looking at the fans? Okay. And I think the fans did help. It took a hell freezing over, a.k.a. a pandemic, for the Jacksonville Jaguars to lead the NFL in attendance. <laughs> yeah. Imagine two kid Jag, Jag fans just sitting next to each other. Hey, what do you think it would take for us to just sort of you know, be the, be the leaders in attendance and have some real fans here. Hell freezing over. It's like angels in the outfield. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey just sails for like 15 feet. <laughs> anyway, uh, you don't got to tell me, Mike, because I'm watching their quarterback. This guy's a white Russell Wilson with a mustache and a mullet. All right? He throws accurate footballs everywhere, and he's very mobile. And while he's mobile, he's still very accurate, like Russ. Okay, um... Yeah, so watch out for those Jaguars a little bit more uh, as we get to that. We talked about continuity and how teams that have been teams before this pandemic were going to have success, especially early in the season, especially against teams that did not have that continuity. Watched the Steelers smash the Giants. We watched Vegas, you know, get by a little bit closer than I would have liked, win. but win over Matt Rule's Carolina Panthers. Cover, cover win and cover. So, uh, and a bunch of my favorite podcasts, Straight Out of Vegas on Fox. The herd, they talked about this the Monday after uh, week one Sunday. We talked about it a week earlier. That fires me up, folks. That fires me up like a good bull just right. Uh, now, Weird Mike, we talked about some win totals week one. We did. We were selling them hard to the point where uh, you've made some bets that I'm going to share on our Instagram. I uh, put a full disclaimer yes. in front of every win total. Yes. Smash, sprinkle, right. any, semi. Smash on New England. Yep. Smash. Smash. Under... Under eight and a half. So I took the real line at nine. Nine. Online. Yes. And we'll post a bet so you'll see it. It's a lot. Um, you know, there were seven point favorites at home. They won. It's, it's okay, everybody. No I, need to. I'm not. I wasn't yeah. thinking, oh, Mike's going to be furious. If they, no. If they, they should be the Dolphins at home. to Seattle mm -hmm. on Sunday Night Football. Great game. And beat them like Cam has beaten Seattle. One of the few guys that has had some playoff success. Yep. Uh, then I can hit the panic button, and we'll hit it hard. And that button, and loud. That button doesn't really do anything. <laughs> you could maybe bet the other way, but either way. Well, the Jets, you know, there's two wins, like you said. Yes. But uh, I also have a hefty futures on uh, the uh, Big Ten South. We got the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Eleven and a half wins. It climbed to plus one thirty-five, and I put the same, 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 but different. I'm gonna get one of the two. You're gonna see both of them. Because Hugh is going to post them. Yes. Yes. Along with some of the uh, bizarre photography that I was getting on before the studio. Is that still up in the air? What bizarre photography? The lay flat. 
or the flat lay? What's the flat lay? Anyway, Huck will mention it to you. Is this some? This I feel like this is some sort of custom bed that you use <laughs> where you can still like go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's a flat lay toilet, folks. Wave of the future. So I'm not worried about the futures just yet. Okay. Uh, I do really like the Baltimore one. Over 11 and a half. You know, uh, the, but the New England under, it's kind of like I bet 80 bucks every week for them to lose. Sure. And I'm going <laughs> to win four times. <laughs> Good way to look at it. So, you know, uh, I've enjoyed the future betting during the pandemic a lot more than, say, the day-to-day. Sure. Because kind of everything's slow and drawn out and the, the day-to-day means less, you know. Yep. That's just my reality. I'm not sure if it's yours. That's but. fair. Uh, I went live on our Instagram. I went live and, and took New England as my survivor pick because I felt bad about not giving wow. not giving one last week. Yeah, it's the home favorite against a subpar team. I like it. Bill Belichick, week one. Love it. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we got uh, some few picks coming up for us, but one thing I was getting a lot, a lot of, uh, of heat on was saying that I'm not worried about Bill Belichick. Uh, Coaching up some new linebackers because I, you know, people were all over me. Like, hey, half their defense is sitting out for COVID. Now, I heard two names I actually cared about: Patrick Chung and Kyle Van Noy was just when who went to the Dolphins. But you know what? He's lost a lot of linebackers, including Huck's favorite coach in the NFL, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, they lost him and they replaced him. That's what they do. He's the best linebackers coach in the league. He's been coaching linebackers since Bill Parcells was winning quarterbacks for the New York Giants. He had one named Lawrence Taylor. Okay, he knows how to do this. So I'm never really worried if uh, Bill Belichick loses linebackers, and neither should you. So just a lesson for you guys. Okay, uh, Arizona San Fran was another thing we talked about. I know uh, Weird Mike's got a big, big stance on San Fran, so we'll get into that a little bit later. I took a lot of heat for Jimmy G saying that there, because I didn't, I put him, I posted on our Instagram account that the Niners would not make the playoffs. I basically said all the playoff teams write up the whole playoff chart. And I said the Niners won't make the playoffs. Arizona's winning that division, and Seattle will get the wild card. With an extra team this year. Right. And I got Still heat. No. I got heat from some of our listeners, including Bet Openly, just a website, being like, you're an idiot. Niners will be better. I'll talk to you in eight weeks. Okay, Bet Openly. I got an open bet for you. <laughs> They'll be worse than last year. Suck it. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Yeah, and Arizona, folks, if, 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 if you're not paying attention, okay, mobile quarterbacks who can throw are taking over this league. So don't be behind the train on that. Just, uh, just be careful if you have a non-mobile quarterback who is not Hall of Fame bound. I would watch out for uh, putting my money behind those guys. Now, enough about the West Coast. Right here, 150 clicks away. The best Bills team I've seen in 20 years. How about that? Just destroyed the Jets. A couple of dumb fumbles by our boy, the Wyoming farm tank. So dumb. But he's a big boy. Okay, he's got big hands and a small ball. Let's, let's give him a break. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. You should, Huck's saying it should make it easier. But I don't know. If, if that's the biggest problem right now, I'll take it. We had a great coach. They look like, I've said this before, they look like the Carolina Panthers of 2015. They got a quarterback who they're not pushing to throw 30 times a game but he can make throws when he needs to. they got a good, not great running game, but a variety of running backs who can do the job and a mobile quarterback who can do all those third and twos, fourth and twos, or at least fake like he's going to run and actually take linebackers with him. So I like Josh Allen. I like everything about the Bills right now. We didn't even have George, Josh Norman in the lineup. I'm not sure how much that matters, but I feel like it does. How, how could that not matter? It does I, matter. No, I know, but... That bothers me. But that's how fast people fade away know, from prime time. The best that Cam Newton was the MVP four years ago. He's a he backup just, nickel back just, in Orchard Park, man. This guy was a world beater 31 months ago. That's what I mean. Cam Newton, MVP of the league three, three years ago. Now signed on for what I make at SWS, okay? <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, yeah, it's f- totally fine to get on the Bills bandwagon. It if you is, weren't already on it, 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 circle it. Get in. Circle it. Jump on. Uh, it's not all peaches and cream. No. In Orchard Park. Um, no, no one would ever describe Orchard Park as peaches and cream. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Sausages that have fallen on the floor and, dr- and uh, winter coats with beer on them. <laughs> Where is Steven Hauschka? What happened to the Bills money kicker? Hausch money Hauschka. Sure, contract. They went up and picked up this Daisy Fresh rookie, never been 
to blustery Western New York. Yes. I'm sitting there in Milton. He's going for his first ever field goal attempt from 37 yards. I would have bet the farm that this guy wasn't going to make that. Not even close. They line him up again. Not even close. 21 yards. Fake extra point. Barely. This kid needs to get it together ASAP because I don't want the Bills to finally get it all right and then lose it on some corn-fed rookie out of the Midwest. Like a wide right or something. Tyler Bass. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Cool name. Want you to succeed. You know? Start developing plan B, Coach McD. Okay? This is a warning from Look Who's Talking to the Bills Mafia. I smell in it. It's already brewing. Okay? And... I'm really getting boiled up. I had some other kicker notes. Yes. I don't even think I could get to them. Well, okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Two questions pop into my mind. One, uh, we live in the Google world, I'm sure. Leslie, can you find out where Stephen Hoshka went? Uh, and uh, secondly, I, I hear that term, bet the farm a lot. And I don't think it's ever been from a farmer who owns a farm. And I bet he would never bet it on anything. <laughs> it's his whole life. True. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever bet the farm. Ever. <laughs> uh, unless you own like multiple farms. But toilet book. Steven Hauschka, currently free agent. Cut the kid, bring Hauschka back for two thirds less, pay him side door. Put, what's the owner's name? Patula there? Uh, Pagula. Pagula. Make the, make the call. Hmm. Make the call. This guy is what you need. We saw what happened on Monday night. You know, they still won that game. The number was all over the board, so nobody knows who won or covered or screwed, so it wasn't really a big deal. But the New England kicker, Gostowski, missed three field goals and an extra point. Yes. And they were down one. And Mike Vrabel, everybody's favorite weird prom chaperone, <laughs> sent him out again when he could have forced down a run and tried to get the end zone. He knew that he had to save the room with that kicker. They've been there. They got playoff wins. That, I, I hear you. I'm not... I don't disagree, but I also think that the 25-yard the field goal, you just you ignore the misses previously in the game, and it's still the best strategic call to win the game. No, you know, you ignore Especially one. Especially on the road. You ignore 25 one. 25-yard field goal. You ignore one. You ignore two. You might even ignore three. Yeah. But when there's four missed kicks in a row, doesn't matter the distance anymore. But this isn't from Tyler Bass. This guy's got three rings. 25-yard kick to win the game right in the middle. You do it. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the, 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 you know, interesting game for the Titans. Uh, Huck, what did you think about the Monday night football game? I actually didn't watch the Monday night football game. It didn't start till 1030. Well, she was a late one. It was a very late one. It ended at 145 with a puddle of drool <laughs> and Doritos in my chest hair. Okay. That's how one Monday every year ends. And <laughs> this year. It was to remember the Titans. And nowadays that you have cats eating those Doritos before you're awake. <laughs> Shout out to you pussies. <laughs> uh, the, <clears throat> the Titans, they were all walking in with a face mask that said, uh, give Derrick Henry the ball. Yeah, I saw that. And I hated it. I also didn't like it. Uh, hated it. They should have said, pay Derrick Henry. You know, they didn't pay him, and now they're trying to double his workload. Openly, like, I, I don't get it. I didn't get it. Uh, maybe I, I just didn't like any of the NFL pregames. I don't know if I'm alone on this, but all of the pregames suck. They're all out of the loop. They're all in different studios. Uh, Moss is the only black guy now on the show. He's got Schefter and Rex up there. He looks lost. It's just, it's not, the, all the pregames, they, they stunk. Okay. I, uh, I think Randy will be okay. <laughs> he can, yes, he will. He can, but he looks like he got his wings clipped, he's got you know? Schefter on his left side. He'll be okay. Um, he had Booger on Monday. They brought Booger on Monday. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not quite bullish on the Titans yet. And again, I just always think, like, what would Belichick do? He's not giving away any sort of play call on his face mask, even if it's not real. <laughs> it's, it's, this is war. You know, maybe, maybe your plan is to actually throw the ball the first 10 times. 
and you're psyching them out, or you're just going to give the ball to Henry, and you're basically saying, like, hey, our offense is not complicated at all. If you can't hear me, please give the ball to Derrick Henry. Maybe you should be a little more of a complicated offense than that. I don't know. Worked against the Ravens. Watch out. Maybe he's trying to win that quad A state title in Virginia. Okay, you know what? We made you a lot of money last week. We're going to do it right again. Uh, I am going to take honors this week with my six correct picks. Oh, yeah, take it down, brother. If that's okay. Giddy up. Uh, yeah, no more bullshit. Cue the you picks. You! Okay, 6-0 and oh last week. And as Weird Mike has said, I should make a ticket every week that's just based on these exact six picks, and that's what I'm going to do right after this show before the numbers change and scare the fuck out of me, okay? Hey, three is six and a half on the road. It's a lot. <clears throat> okay. I am taking, with my gold pick, the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys just lost Leighton Van Der Esch as well as Sean Lee for a couple of months. They don't have a secondary that can catch, keep up with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, who, if you haven't noticed, are number one and five in receiving yards uh, based after week one. Basically, it took Russell Wilson having the, one of the best games of his career to uh, outright beat Atlanta in Atlanta last week. I thought their offense looked great. Defense didn't look super good, but I think Seattle's offense is way better than the Dallas Cowboys offense. And especially with a banged up O-line uh, and all the injuries, I'm getting four and a half points for the team that I think is going to win outright. I just don't think the Dallas secondary can stop Atlanta, and I don't think the Dallas offense can keep up with those same points that Atlanta will be scoring. So take the plus four and a half. I think that'll go down to three and a half uh, by this weekend, possibly even three points. Four and a half, take it right now. All right, I am taking Minshew Mania and the Jacksonville Jaguars plus nine at the Tennessee Titans, another division game. These two teams play each other pretty close for the most part. And uh, just remember this, folks. Just because you haven't heard of some football players, it doesn't mean they suck, okay? When I picked Jacksonville last week as a probable upset over the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Mike looked at me and said, Clemson could beat them, bro. They got nobody. They got nobody. Actually, they have 52 professional football players. A lot of them are first or second round picks, third round picks, who could be playing for other teams. Most of them uh, were excelled in their college years. Okay, they got Jay Gruden offense. They got the same coach they've had for a couple years. And uh, I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill's offense right now to score so many points that Gardner Minshew and the boys can't keep up to within nine. Nine's too much for this division game. I see a four-point win by the Titans. And that's the way she goes. That's just so Huck doesn't slap me. (laughs) Number three, the bronze pick. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus nine with an extra three days to prepare for the Los Angeles Chargers. In L.A., I am not uh, worried about the Los Angeles Chargers until they put Justin Herbert in, okay? This is the same thing I've said about Tyrod Taylor on his last three teams, and I was right on all of them. The Bills got rid of him, okay, because he has a ceiling that's not that high. Uh, The Browns brought him in, started Baker after they went one and four. I see the Chargers, especially with no Derwin James. They were an off- a questionable offensive pass interference call away from losing the Bengals last week. And I think this spread would be 12 and a half. I happen to be getting it at nine because the Chargers happen to win that game. Uh, I think the Chiefs are on an absolute another level than the Chargers right now. This is probably the best team in the league against a team that I, until they change their quarterback, have in the bottom 10 of the league. Um, besides the really good secondary and Joey Bosa, I don't see anything on offense that's just telling me they can keep up with Kansas City at all. I don't like big spreads, but I'll take this one. Kansas City Chiefs, minus nine. Unless I'm wrong, I've been right on a lot of these moving lines. I think that moves up to, to 10, so take it at nine while you can. Another big spread, which again, I don't love, but uh, I like them in this case. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus eight and a half at home to Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Rule's Carolina Panthers. Hey, Carolina, you know what? They looked okay last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. I like the Bucks more than like, I like the Raiders. The Bucks because they played the Saints last week. This is what Palmy was talking about with week two. You think maybe the Bucks aren't quite all we thought they were. I think they are. I think they just happened to face the best team in the NFC last week. 
So another week under their belt. I got Tom Brady with a more healthy Mike Evans. Another week of practice. Leonard Fournette with another week of practice. And a pissed off Bucks team that does not want to go 0-2 at all. And they want to make sure this time. So I see an absolute blowout by the Bucks. I don't see two blowouts too much. But I see a blowout with a great passing team that's going to get back on track against a team that simply can't get, keep up. So I'll take the Bucks at home. Eight and a half. No wenches, no problem. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. Minus seven at, uh, sorry, at home versus the Washington football team. I love the Washington football team's defensive line. They chased Carson Wentz around a lot. Now, he's sort of a mobile quarterback, but that was before he got hurt seven times. Now he's not quite as mobile. He also doesn't even like to escape the sacks as much. It's actually better for the Eagles if he just goes down. Tyler Murray's the fastest guy in the field. He's given problems to a much better defense, a.k.a. the San Francisco 49ers. The last three times he's played them, beat them last week. So I like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and Kenyon Drake and the rest of their offensive weapons to put up a lot more points than the 17 that the Eagles just put up. I think they put up almost close to 30, 24 call it. And I don't see the Washington offense led by Haskins uh, to put up nearly as many. Uh, Arizona wins the game 24-13. Bank it. Arizona Cardinals on their way to a division title this year. All right, and the last pick. I'm flip-flopping on who I picked against last week. Not on you picks, but on all of your survivors. I'm taking the Colts. They, When you lose to the Jags, the whole world sort of slights you a couple points. I still think they're a much better team than Kirk Cousins and the new Minnesota Vikings. Just got embarrassed by uh, Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers and basically one receiver. Nah, don't see it. Uh, I like Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. Frank Reich, their rookie running back, Jonathan Taylor, is going to have to step up and be a bit more of a bell cow back without, with Marlon Mack getting hurt. Minus three points. That's a gift. Colts win this game. Uh, it won't be by much, but I'll take the Colts to win by six. And uh, Kirk Cousins did not go 19 for 20 with three touchdowns. He's just not that guy. Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback right now than Kirk Cousins. Look in the mirror and admit it to yourself. Okay, you'll do better this year. And that's it. Six U picks. Giddy up. We got Atlanta, we got Kansas City, we got Jacksonville, we got Tampa Bay, we got Arizona, we got the Indianapolis Colts with Frank Reich, one of my favorite coaches in the league, getting back on track. You! All right. Weird Michael. 1-0 after the Bills pick last week. (laughs) Cool picks, you. Thank you, bud. Um, Part of my karma... Thoughts and feelings is when somebody's hot, I don't really chirp their picks Feel free. too much. No, no, no. It's 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 not because then I might get them second guessing. No, I won't. When they're on the right track, it's done. No, no. I, I'm not even saying I disagree. I'm just saying is there as a as a general rule to our betting friends, yes. and listeners, yes. around the world, I'd like to impart some of my weird wisdom. Yeah, sure. I've, I've been waiting for that for 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Impart not the wisdom. pick. Oh, not the pick, Hugh. What? When somebody's hot, yeah. you don't attack or chirp that person's pitch. I think it's a very healthy thing to, it, no, to, I disagree. to, to attack anything that you see. I do it with you. You should do it right back. Hey, <laughs> I'd appreciate the same courtesy. Okay. Yeah, Bill Belichick having the worst year in his Patriots career. I can't believe you're going to continue to fade Dallas. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They might win four and a half. I don't know what Atlanta's doing. I don't know uh, what Dallas is doing. Uh, Jacksonville plus nine I like because Tennessee, big emotional win, short week, travel. And they don't kick teams' asses. They run the ball. Primetime winners rarely cover the next week. Indeed. That's a good T-shirt. It's a bit long. Yeah. Tighten it up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yo, KC minus nine. T-Mobile's done. Yeah. T- T-Mobile is no longer mobile. No. He's just T. No. I'm not I'm not picking He's the Chargers warm. until they put Herbert in. He's warm T. Yes. <laughs> He's not iced T. No. He's not T-Mobile. No. He's warm T. He's T home phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? The extra days for uh, Casey, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a nice gift for the Super Bowl winner. Here's uh, a little bye week at the start of the year. You said no wenches, no problem. Always a problem when there's no wenches. <laughs> sure. Okay? I keep telling people, women make the party. You don't have to like them. They don't even have to be pretty all the time. Just women make a better party. Doesn't matter where I you feel are. like it doesn't have Tom thinking like in the huddle, like okay, are they no, are they sluts everything. 
or or, or are they just do they work here? <laughs> are they gonna be? Are there gonna be people at the ship? This is Florida, right? The Panhandle had some people. I, I don't believe there's any fans at all. Um, Wenches included. Uh, you taking uh, Arizona over Washington? Can yes. somebody please, for the love of God, name the defensive line for Washington now? Like there was the Legion of Boom. Mm-hmm. And there was the Hogs from their old their old line back in the day. This D line on Washington, they got Chase Young. He's like he's like a defensive Megatron. Yeah, he's just contorting his body, tiny. He's rolling up on dudes. Reminds me of the Predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. And you got that Greek dude, Ionitis. Yep. he's like Sparta, man. He looks like Gerard Butler out there, sacking dudes every Sunday. So somebody's got to name that line. So I'm not gonna comment on your picks. I got. I'm gonna, when you started talking Washington D line, yeah. I was you know the wheels. Okay, I got I got one. It's crazy. Okay, name for the Washington. Yeah, yeah. D-line? I want, hey, you, you, you know they're calling themselves the Washington Football Team. Oh, love the name, by okay. the way. We know what we're gonna love it. We're gonna call them the, the Washington Defensive Line. Nailed it. <laughs> I like the color. I like that they're the Washington Football Team. It feels like 1912, when we're you know, maybe everything wasn't right back then. <laughs> no, it, ju- it just it just it looks nice. Does. I like it. Okay, do you have a pick for everybody? Of course I have a pick for everybody. Okay. Okay? Weird pick, one or no, with the Bills. Um, doesn't really a sweat last week. And that's what's going to be the theme this year with my picks, okay? Big tings coming out of the weird pick department on Look Who's Talking. And it continues week two with the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G. Minus seven at the J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. Dirk Diggler gets it done in the Big Apple, okay? For all the shit you've been talking, for all the heat he's been taking, the guy wins the games that nobody watches and nobody really cares about. The San Francisco 49ers cannot go 0-2 in the uber-competitive NFC West and NFC Conference. And will not. It's only seven. I see it going up. I'm going to take it up to eight on the record. The Jets, everybody hates Gase. Okay, this is the new show. It's not very nice. Well, it's true. <laughs> doesn't have to be nice. The paper hates him. The players hate him. The pandemic hates him. Everybody hates this guy. He's up there admitting that he overextended his star in a week one blowout. Wally O, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't have the respect of the room. This thing gets way worse before it gets any kind of better in New York. There's no fans. There's no fireman Ed to root up whatever kind of weird, demented fans like the Jets these days or for decades past. Um, and I touched on it last week, and it's going to be a theme, especially early. The San Francisco 49ers have been trapped in the Bay Area for a long time. This is their first chance to get out of that inferno. They get some fresh air, a different scenery, a chance to bond for real, not over Zoom. They had their pl- their game. They almost won the game, by the way, right? They weren't close to a cover, but yeah, they almost won. It's not like they got embarrassed or no, anything. They no. just they lost to you know potentially the next star of the league. Good team, yeah. Um, 0-2 is too much even if it's close late a D-line score a Bosa fumble something big the Jets are not equipped to handle an angry fresh air laden Niner team and maybe Jimmy gets his dick wet in in the Big Apple who knows (laughs) a lot of big asses in the Big Apple Um, Niners minus 7 Lock it up. Are you taking minus seven? Is the current minus seven is the current number at the score? That's the one we're using. That's the one we're using all year on Look Who's Talking. Yeah, I'm going to make you take it at seven, not eight. Okay. It's okay. I, I'm telling you that I'm going to take it even if it goes up. Okay. Okay. To eight. Okay. Couple things. Couple things. No. I'm not trying to shit on your bet. I'm just saying a couple right. things to think about. One, Greg Kittle's hurt. Maybe playing, maybe not. Kind of a big deal for them. One, still no Debo Samuel. Very, very good play-action route runner that Jimmy G hits a lot in those games that nobody watches. So that's why when Jimmy G's rack, racking up these wins and stats, and, you're, and people are saying, what are you talking about, Jeff? Look at these stats and wins. Did you actually watch the games? These guys are wide open sometimes. Jimmy G hits them. Would you say that Bill's offense is like world beaters? No. No. 
And they fucking manhandled the Jets. Indeed. I'm not, I didn't pick the Jets this week. Okay? That's, by the way, follow the Jet has been... You're talking about themes of your picks? Are you following the Jets this all year? This one's more... Uh, <laughs> yo, if they lay another egg, maybe. Why not? Why not? I really love saying J-E-T-S. Yes, there's some, there's, there's some sharp betters in Vegas who seriously only fall, literally pick against certain basketball teams over and over again. They're not even picking winning teams. They're just certain teams they know suck. And you can do the same thing with football, with Survivor. It's true. Um, we hit our truth of the week. I got, um, I got a kind of semi-truth. That's well, not a semi-truth. Hold on. I'm not done on your, your fucking Niners here, okay? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Look at this. Yeah, yeah. I preface not shitting on a hot pick, and he comes in with a steamy deuce. Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy G, okay? He's going to be a backup quarterback in a year and a half. You heard it here first. Backup Kyle Shanahan's not going to put up with this for his whole contract. Before the end of next year. Before the end of next year. Jimmy G has sat down for somebody else. Yes. Let's, let's make a bet. Okay. Muskoka beer? What do you, what's your, what's the, uh, we got, we got a hundred bucks on that New England bet. Okay. I'll give you 20 back. <laughs> no, two, two cases. Two cases. If Jimmy G yeah. isn't sat as a backup, traded or released at some point. I know when somebody's not a starting Yeah. Okay. You got it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, as I said to a couple of the commenters on Instagram when I shared my playoff picks and I said the Niners won't make it, I said the league catches up to average quarterback play. It just does, okay? Uh, and this leads me to my truth of the week this week. Uh, if you don't have an all-world quarterback, what are you betting on? Strategy? Everybody else? It's quarterback's league. The quicker you learn that, the quicker you'll make some more money. This week's Truth of the Week! <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made it fat just now. That's some real shit. Okay, folks. If you don't have an all-world quarterback, as in if your quarterback isn't one of the top ten guys in the whole league, pump the brakes on your expectations. Check out, especially with your Super Bowl futures picks or your win total picks, okay? Uh, look who wins and competes in the Super Bowl every year. For the AFC, for 20 straight years, it was Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady mix in a year or two with Joe Flacco and company, okay? But for the most part, average it out. It's the guys with all-world quarterbacks that actually are good year after year after year. There's been a whole bunch of teams that have a good year team-wise, chemistry, strategy, run game, good O-line, good secondary. Welcome to the salary cap, okay? This, these things don't last. New England with Tom Brady. Dynasty, great team for a long time. You can bet on them to win 10 games every year. The Niners, yeah, they have on my list the 18th-ranked quarterback in the entire league. They lost Debo Samuel, and now it looks like they might lose Kittle. I'm just saying, if you don't have an all-world quarterback, uh, you're, you're just playing a bit more of a coin flip with every other team in the league. And if you have an all-world quarterback, you're above all of that. And that's why you can pick teams like Kansas City or Seattle or Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers is firing on all cylinders. And you can just average out the season and be like, yeah, this guy's better than, than the rest of the football that's being played for the most part. And I can pick them to win the Super Bowl or over 10 games on futures picks. I saw, we posted this uh, Question on Instagram, at Hughes Talking, who's going to win the Super Bowl and who's going to be playing in it? The amount of people that sent me Dallas to get there or to win it. What are you guys seeing that I'm not seeing? What are you guys seeing that I'm not seeing? Dak Prescott, in important games, can't get it done because he's not a top 10 quarterback in this league. I know you guys think I shit on Jimmy G and I shit on Dak Prescott. No, I shit on bad quarterback play. And I've been watching this and betting on it for 20 years. And you know what makes me the most money? It's not the guys I like. It's the guys that are better than the other two-thirds of the league at their position, which is quarterback, which is more important than any other thing. When you played recess football and your team had a good quarterback and the other team just had a guy who was an athlete, yeah, who's winning if you play 20 recess games? The guy with the good quarterback's winning 18 of those games. Your strategy and running and fumbles and shit might... Snag a couple of lunch recesses. But nah, 
the guy that can throw the ball accurately all the time, they win all the time. So all you people picking the Niners to win 12 games this year in the toughest division in football, what are you smoking? What are you seeing? They played the Vikings in the playoffs last year, and Jimmy G threw it six times. That's not me saying, Jimmy G, you suck. That's their coach saying, hey, man, you kind of suck. We're going to run the ball until we absolutely need to use you. So I'm not hating on these guys. I'm hating on things that lose me money, which is bad quarterback play. So watch out for Dallas. Watch out for the Niners. Watch out for the Vikings. Watch out for the Colts. When you're picking teams to win their divisions or win the Super Bowl, if you don't have an all-world quarterback, I'm not sure what you're betting on. And that's just real. Great teams can have good year. Good teams can have good years. Great years even. But good teams and okay quarterbacks, I have yet to see one that is good 10, 11 wins year after year after year. It just doesn't happen. Even quarterbacks that are pretty good but not Hall of Famers don't have, don't have careers like that. Look at Rivers and the Chargers. Would you call him a top 10 quarterback? Yeah, maybe for a couple years there. We might even say that now. Not quite, though. And that wasn't enough. So just beware. Niners on the road, seven points. Okay, the Jets do suck. But Jimmy G's got to throw those out routes better or they'll keep getting broken up on important plays. So anyway, truth of the week, folks, is it's a quarterback's league. Don't fucking, don't kid yourself, okay? The rest of it's a lot of hooey. Yeah, in my mind, I had Gardner Minshew versus Phillip Rivers last week. And I had my co-host here saying to me, Clemson could beat him. They got nobody. Nobody. Clemson last Doesn't matter. They got Gardner Minshew and football players, okay? Quarterback first. Everything else second. All right, quick truth of the week last week, and that was more about futures bets and Super Bowl picks and just being a smarter football fan going forward. It wasn't as specific about week two. Now, week two, we did like. We read our picks out. Uh, pretty fired up. I got a rookie of the year for you that came from the second round. Can you guess who it is? Chase Claypool on Pittsburgh. Ooh, good pick, but no, tight end. J.K. Dobbins from your... Big Ten Baltimore Ravens? Ohio State Buckeyes. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, yeah, he had Zeke-like numbers, but running backs just don't get picked that high anymore. You got two guys who could be running the league in the next six years, Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins just happens to be on a team that has the best run option RPO game in, in, in maybe in NFL history so far. You wanted the Bills to take both of those guys. I wanted. I would have loved it because we have a similar – offense to the Ravens. We're not quite as run heavy, but we could be. And Lamar Jackson's fakes work. You got to cover him. Mark Ingram isn't fast enough to get to the, the other side. If Lamar Jackson faked right, Ingram goes through the line. He doesn't get all the way to the outside. Man, Dobbins gives them a, a feature on offense, which as a guy who is a classic Ravens hater, I'm not hating on them as much this year. I still think the Steelers win the division because I don't like the Ravens to beat the Steelers straight up. I think the Ravens are great against everybody else except the Chiefs. But against the Steelers, the Steelers match up great with them. Almost beat them last year twice with backup quarterbacks. Ravens, Steelers, American Thanksgiving primetime. Can't wait. Taking the Steelers already. That might be a... Uh... Earliest two pick of the year. How about that? I'm taking the Steelers. I don't care what the spread is in that game. You see that defense? Saquon Barkley. All you Barkley lovers, all you fantasy players out there, make a fucking bet. Okay? <laughs> Saquon's fantasy numbers ain't winning any fucking money until week 16, unless you're on DraftKings and shit like that. Either way, Steelers picked on, picked, hey, we're not letting this guy beat us. A good defense can execute what they want to execute. Six yards on 15 carries for maybe the best guy in the, in the league. Skip McDonnell ran a survivor with about 20 people and all from that juggernaut fantasy crew. Yep. And I think 13 of them took the Colts. Bunch of donkeys. <laughs> Faithful listeners, love to chirp. Why'd you take the Colts? I, the whole, half the world took the Colts. So I, I couldn't believe that number in the high roller. 50% of most survivor games are gone right now. You, you know, you really can't take the bills again, folks. Be careful the rest of the way. Okay, do you have a survivor pick? Speaking of survivors, uh, who are you leaning towards? You know, honestly, don't uh, don't share this after the Doritos are all gone in your chest. Okay, that wasn't a survivor. Give, give was... the people uh, something you're leaning towards right now. I'm going to give you an actual survivor pick. 
Or go first, man. Obviously, I'm leaning towards San Fran. Yeah. But I want to take a deeper dive into their schedule. Fair. That's how I run my high roller. Fair. And I haven't done that deep dive yet. Still a little bit early. I'm doing an early show here. I got that golf game. Yep. So I'm probably going to, part of my Thursday night prep will be delivering that. But I'm leaning San Fran. Let's hear yours. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care Whoa, if they're. Oh, yeah. road division game? Yep. Tyrod Taylor, bro. Weird. Tyrod Taylor versus the best offense in football. You don't think you could save the Chiefs? For what? Are you in their pool with Nick there and Little No, Italy? no, not this year. You didn't get in it, eh? No. I'm in a survivor pool, though. Just not quite as fruitful. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. The other team I was looking at was the Bucks, But the Chiefs have been a team longer. The Bucks, I'm not quite sure. I think they're going to get it done this week. I think they're going to smoke the Panthers. But they have been an offensive unit for about a month. Maybe the Browns on Thursday night. Oh God! Okay, I want to touch on that quickly. What? 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 They just lost by thirty-two points. Why are they getting six points over anybody? Because I'll tell you why, Jeff. Why? Um, and that wasn't a, why it wasn't my weird pick of the week because I show's probably dropping Thursday and maybe not everybody listens to it before the game. Sure. So I didn't want. So why I was gonna I was gonna put the Bengals maybe in my Hugh picks. Oh my God! But I didn't. So you got embarrassed. Thirty-eight-six. Yeah. yeah. Exposed new. New coach. It was awful. What do you need? Quick turnaround. Erase the mistakes. Erase the mindset. Literally fresh page the second that whistle blew. Yep. At home. Home opener. No fans, but still familiar territory. Conversely, the Bengals. Should have won the game. Horrible call. How do you miss the kick? Burrow played well. Kind of exceeded expectations. Yeah. Or didn't drop below them anyway. And that's where I'm going with here. Um, Except they didn't win the game. And they're 0-1, and his second-ever NFL game is in 71 hours yep. from the end of that whistle. Okay, quick turnaround. Mind is still with the heartbreak. Sure. Now you got to pissed off. Like, I don't know how anybody could actually piss off the Browns, but they're fucking pissed. Yep. And now they got a primetime game. I think they're only one of the year. OBJ loves it. Uh, and you mentioned this. I think it was season two. Baker versus an equal? Burrow is a Heisman Trophy winner, number yeah. one pick. Like yeah. he doesn't think he's any less than that, even though he's you know it's it's this it's that Baker dynamic inside his head that I'm kind of picking up on. It's fascinating. I think Cleveland rolls. It's fascinating. I don't think Cleveland rolls, but I'm not like super confident the Bengals win either. And where else could you take the Cleveland Browns in a survivor pick? Sure. At home against the Bengals. Uh, Baker's the only team in the NFL he's got a winning record against right. is the Bengals. So you're saying week two, you week got two. every team in the league to choose from besides one, and you're going to go with the team that lost by 32 points last week. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying. I, so who are you going to take? Who are you going to take? Well, hold on. You take the Packers? Hold on. Would you, look, I want to talk Burrow Baker first for a second. Because you're talking about pissed off and emotion and all that stuff. Wait, 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 wait. I let you you go off on that. You did. So let me correct some of that shit, okay? You're a Heisman Trophy winner, number one pick for your team. Team hasn't been successful in years. One guy is one game in. Actually looked pretty good. I bet if you're a Cincinnati member of the organization right now or fan, pretty optimistic about Joe Burrow's future, Right? Just like Baker Mayfield two and a half years ago when he came in, unlocked the fridges with like catching a touchdown against, in that Thursday night against the Jets or something. And uh, optimism was high. Then last year happened. And now we just got smoked by the Ravens again by 30, 32 points. And he looked awful doing it. So I think there's a different type of pressure building on Baker right now. Like, something that he probably couldn't have even fathomed a year ago as he was filming all these commercials. Oh, my God. Could I be a bust? No. He, he's very confident in his talents. He threw for, like, 10,000 yards at Oklahoma. Confident guy. But now there's whispers. And it's not just from stupid media people or whatever. That he, in his mind, stupid media people. This is just from possibly even two lockers down. Being like, I don't know if we can win with this kid. And you're looking at him, he looks like Dennis the Menace you know, after he became a coke addict sometimes. <laughs> Baker doesn't exactly look like the champion man that's going to bring you to the promised land. So his arm and accuracy have to do that for you, where you're looking at him and you're like, okay, this puddle of fucking human flesh can actually throw the ball. He's not really doing that. So I see 
a Heisman Trophy winner, game two, looking at this Browns team as fresh meat. Hey, this is a game I can win. I almost beat the Chargers. So I like Burrow. Uh, right now, who would you take as your quarterback? Burrow or Mate? Two? No, no, I'm saying for going forward See, in the future. I'm, I'm only talking, it's a survivor. Okay, bro. whatever. I'm saying. I, I hate the Browns openly. But, but what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is I'm who. I'm talking week two. Great. You're I'm saying the, the Browns are pissed. They've been pissed for a decade. They don't necessarily win when they're pissed. It's a different spot. Sure. But I'm not, I'm not laying down six points for the Browns over anybody in the NFL right now. This is Survivor. Are you taking him or not? I'm not? You are not badgering me into taking him. Well, then Browns. don't fight me so much if you're not going to take him. But I, I disagree on the, the whole take of Baker versus Burrow right now. Okay. I agree long term. Well, I'm just saying. Week two. Imagine your second day. But you're, but you're throwing out these sniffs, like, oh, you should sniff Survivor of Cleveland. Or yeah, what, I, I think they, put your money where your mouth is or tell people to beware. I am between Sam. There's no way you're taking the Browns. Probably not. <laughs> exactly. What are we talking about here? But I see it as a possibility. Okay. One, because there's teams that you know beat other teams, and you know that there's teams that you can't take again. On what planet am I going to take Cleveland again. Sure. When I'm trying to win okay. 60 grand okay. against some of the best handicappers. Okay, okay, listen, you fucking fuckwad. Our, stop convincing our listeners to take Cleveland if you don't actually think it's a good pick. It's week two. Should you take Cleveland right now in Survivor? I'm between them and San Fran. Okay. 70 30. All right, moving on. By the way, I said Baker would actually succeed three years after he got picked first by Cleveland because he reminds me of me. Another team, you said. And I said, another team, we'll give him a chance. And suddenly the whole world shits on him. That's what happened to him in his college career, and he'll fight back. He's never been given golden boots before. He doesn't even know how to play in them. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all for uh, this week. We're fired up. Remember to uh, follow us on Instagram. We're going to be doing props picks. We're three on th- three and three on our props picks so far on Instagram this week, this year. Didn't know Pittsburgh was going to shut down Saquon so totally. And James Conner is apparently a popsicle stick because every time I pick this guy on props, he gets hurt. Uh, for a big guy, you know, big tree fall hard. I uh, hope he's okay though. Big James Conner fan. He's a cancer survivor. Exactly. Hard not to like him. He's got a shin splint. Let him be, man. Giddy up. Uh, shout out to all our Look Who's Talkers. Remember to please hit that subscribe button that really does wonders for us going forward. And share our episodes, like our episodes, share your picks. And remember, send in your six Hugh picks to our at Hughes Talking Instagram page for a chance to win the $250 uh, Team LTD gift card. Uh, if you can still bet Rookie of the Year, I'd go J.K. Dobbins, second rounder, probably the first second rounder to win Offensive Rookie of the Year in a while. Also, welcome to the world, uh, Audrey Waits, newest, hey. newest Look Who's Talker. Yeah. Uh, giddy up, born in Huntsville a couple days ago. I, I, we were doing the baby pool, and I, I picked, I went with what the doctors said. I'm like, Craig, what's, when's the expected date? He's like, the 21st. I'm like, I'm going with science. And I put my money there, and I lost. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, science. I want in on that next... Um, Make America great again. Fuck you, science. I want in on the next baby pool. I know the B.O.G. Yeah. Isn't done making babies. Yes. So I went in on the next baby pool. You hear me? Yes. Because I got a little streak going. A lot of babies going down. Leo Hernandez. What's up? Newest Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Uh, and Carter Duhamel joining the Duhamel crew. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of new Look Who's Talkers. Yeah, start them early. Grab a phone. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, anything else for... Uh, shut the huck up. Shut the huck up. Oh, go Titans. I'll actually be watching this week. <laughs> and when Huck's watching, they tend to win, but they will not win by more than nine. Uh, anything else, Weird Michael? Be safe, be well. Week two is a uh, masquerade party. Be careful who you bet on. Uh, week one may not tell the full story. Uh, perhaps you got to look a little deeper than just 36 hours ago. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I got two questions. Where's Tua and where's Herbert? Until I see you both, I will not bet on your teams. All right? T, stay at home. You suck. See you next week. Breathe me in. Breathe me out.